Hello, everyone. Some guy in Austin and I are back with this week's episode of the I Hate Green Beans podcast, and we discuss so many important things that helped us navigate through last week, such as Valentine's candy. Are you a conversation heart person, or would you prefer to eat chalk right out of the box? The Super Bowl halftime show, great or old? Hot chicken on a cold salad, yay or nay? Backstreet Boys versus NSYNC, we battle it out again. Famous clock towers, where does Big Ben rate in your list? It's a wonderful time that we hope you enjoy. Oh, and we also talk about The Bachelor and Clayton in this episode too. You're welcome. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 253 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin. And we're going to talk about Clayton's journey to find love because it's week six and he's almost there. And he's culling the cast as fast as we can speak. What do you think? Does he have a bride at the end of this thing? Bride is a big word. Um, <laughs> is potential it? Engagement, <laughs> <laughs> potential engagement? Maybe. I don't know. Um, like I said, he's not really dancing with the stars material. So I, <laughs> I was see. just about to say that. <laughs> he's he can do walk. something in Vegas. Yeah, he maybe. Could, he could be that. He could get a podcast. No. Oh, dude, no way. This guy can't even. I mean, it, it is like watching paint dry at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just, he's not doing himself any favors. And I got to tell you, um, the, the bet, well, we'll talk about each date, but um, what, what's, what's the Teddy is at the Virgin? Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't do, she was like, oh, I'm falling in love with you. And I, you know, I'm not opposed to waiting until marriage, but I just, uh, if it happens, it happens. And, the look on his face is, I mean, she might as well have been, you know, talking him to him about taxonomy or something. It was, he looked so dumbfounded. And then he said, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for your time. I appreciate that. I think that could, uh, could be her first in many different ways. And that's super <laughs> exciting to me. Is like it? Said, is it exciting? He, seems like a, he seems like a nice guy. He is a nice guy. Doofus. He's just not dynamic, which is what they wanted for this season. Speaking of dynamic, did you watch the Super Bowl halftime show? I did. Um, If by dynamic you mean there were um, a bunch of 50-year-olds jumping around, um, yeah, it was, you know, if it was 1985, that would have been a fresh concert. Um, It was totally fresh. And Eminem is 48. I Googled it. Or I asked Alexa to tell me. Well, I'm splitting them different because like Snoop is 50 or 51. <laughs> Dre is 55, I think. Who Mary Jane's in her 50s. She's in her 50s. I want to say she's 51. We 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 asked Google to tell us all the things. And, and well, Alexa, and she did. And it was great. I thought it was super fun. I was kind of still on a high from that. And then it was Valentine's Day. Did you get Mrs. Some Guy something special? Did you get some well, chocolates? We we, well, we both agreed because we booked a bunch of, um, you know, we're big uh, Hill Country fans of uh, Texas here. You know, we go to the Hill Country a lot. And uh, we both agreed to do a, um, 
we did a getaway in the Texas wine country, which is near Fredericksburg. Uh-huh. And uh, that was rather expensive to uh, get the the Airbnb and stuff. And okay. So that was a present to each other. We agreed to do that at a, a weekend to be determined. Okay. And then I got her a big, giant bouquet of flowers. Very nice. What kind of and, flowers? Um, and I was um, there was an assortment. Mm, there were mm. roses and uh, some some yellow things and a couple of pink things, mm-hmm. um, white things, good, and um, a lot of green things in there. It was really big, and uh, it was well received. So we had a good Valentine's Day. And I'm then, so glad. Uh, she likes to bake and things, and so she made like these fantastic brownies um, that were really good. And we ate way too much chocolate. Okay. Well, that's to be expected during Cupid's holiday. I drank alcoholic beverages that were pink in color. Wow, like champagne or no. ripple? No. My mama's famous pink lemonade daiquiris that she claims Whoa. she invented. <laughs> Which, okay. She probably invented those, uh, you know, whatever, west of the Mississippi River. You should give her that credit. Or sorry, east of the Mississippi River. Um, what yeah. about the um, what about the uh, the other goings on? Was there candy? Was there a festivity? A pinata, maybe? No, there was no pinata, but there were conversation hearts, which we have decided are the crap hole candy of Valentine's Day because they taste like chalk. Although they're put, very cute and very fun, but they taste like chalk. Yeah, I don't know what they're made out of. Like if you put those next to uh, candy corn. And and you starved me for three weeks. I still need another one of them. Oh, okay. What is your go-to for Valentine's Day? Just anything chocolate, obviously. Well, I do like the the, the Reese's this year, you know, because I mm. like the peanut butter and the chocolate together. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they had these they hearts. Had yeah, Mrs. Some guy knows that, and so I got these these. It was pink chocolate. Um, with the peanut oh, butter inside, yum. and I got to tell you, it was just just as delicious uh, as uh, the normal peanut butter cup. Um, I also <laughs> like uh, I like a dark chocolate too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So does Laura. Yeah, and then uh, I'm also a, a cake and brownie guy. Anything chocolate really is is what I'll eat. Do you, how do you Although feel about weird, something weird though? Yeah, always. I, I prefer I prefer my brown like when you have. Um, like a brownie a la mode, you know, which means with fancy way of saying with ice cream on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you, when you, they do an a la mode in restaurants, I always ask the waiter, Hey, can you bring the brownie cold? And they always look at me like I'm freaking crazy, but I don't like the brownie melting my ice cream. Well, you don't have to have it there. You can bring your brownie cold. Yeah. So they look at me like, well, no, the chef says, I'm like, I don't care what the chef says. I'm eating it. Bring it cold. You know, I don't like hot chicken on a salad. I don't either. It ruins the salad. It ruins the salad. It makes it wilt. And I just, I'll either hold it out and let it cool off or at Chick-fil-A, come on now, you can request cold chicken on the salad. I'm not even lying. We can do a whole other podcast on Chick-fil-A. I don't, I'm not a big Chick-fil-A fan other than the fact um, that they're extremely efficient. Mm, and uh, mm-hmm. one time they messed up on my order um, and they made it right. And they were so apologetic. They'd act like they'd never made a mistake before. So, I probably hadn't at that establishment. That's good. I'll give them that. There's, I saw a thing, um, you know, when the whole Afghanistan withdrawal happened and everything was uh, being messed mm-hmm. up. 
there was a meme going around. It said that uh, Joe Biden has um, attempted to sort out the Afghanistan withdrawal by handing the reins over to the Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Might have helped. <laughs> yeah, we've been out there in 10 minutes with all our stuff. Might have helped. Okay, so Super Bowl was a big deal. Valentine's Day was a big deal. We had lots of good candy. Um, Todd made a king cake. Are you kidding me? He made it, which puts all wow, of the king did it have cakes. Did have a little baby in it or whatever you got Of course it, it had a baby in it. Yes. Yeah. It what, was uh, you know, delicious. Speaking of the uh, of the Super Bowl, did, uh, did you gamble at all? No. If so you had asked me all. before who was in the Super Bowl, I would not have known. Well, that's the beauty of, of, of like squares. You just put your initials in boxes. Mm-hmm. And but um, I actually uh, lost $25 in a pool and Mrs. Some Guy won 200 Ooh. But the best part about it was that Mrs. Some Guy does not have a Venmo account. And so I've been uh, <laughs> given the funds. <laughs> that's awesome. If yeah, we had so. had if we had had squares for the Bachelorette or you know a bracket with last night's game like we do, I would have lost because I was certain that he was going to keep Shanae one more week. Yeah, I think I, I called that last week, but I, look to be fair, it's a fifty fifty shot, and I you know it was your your pick was just as valid. Although, um, well, I, I suppose we should probably talk about the Bachelor now. Maybe so. Yeah. I think that what gave it away, Amy called this, who watches with us, she called it out and she said, Shanae is getting way too much screen time, just being so obnoxious about how she was able to fabricate tears. And, oh, I'm, it was way too much of that. If they had done that once, we wouldn't have thought anything of it, but they kept coming back to her saying, I'm taking Genevieve down. This isn't even a, a fight. This isn't even a competition. And she truly did. She truly, truly did manufacture a lie. She whipped up a lie saying, I just didn't know about the Genevieve situation, which is brilliant in how vague it is. Don't you think that this just takes away from, I mean, I hate to use the word credibility in the same sentence as this show, but it just, it seems so forced and production based, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, nobody's, going to vie for Clayton's heart and expect him not to watch the back end of the episode right. when it comes out. So anyway, right. I was sick of her. And I think that my pick, uh, my guess of sending her home had to be motivated just as much by that as any knowledge that I would pretend to have about the show. But <laughs> I, I think she, she definitely went out kicking and screaming. Um, yeah. And she definitely went out in flames. She didn't just fade away. Yeah, she um, she accused Genevieve of being an actress because she said that Genevieve had mentioned that she wanted to go home or said she was thinking about going home. And Shanae's brilliant comeback to that was, so I was just really, really concerned and confused when I saw her this morning because I thought she would have self-eliminated. I thought it was going to be a one-on-one, but there she was. So I don't know. I'm just so confused. The best part about it all is that Clayton likes to sit on the bench, you know, with them and they all are squished in because he's so big. And he looks at Genevieve and says, hey, are you an actress? That's (laughs) That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say because 
he just repeats what he's been told. Yeah. And she looked at him like, "What are you? What, what are you talking? About? Like, where?" She had no idea what yes. he was talking about, and it was There's the best. No on ramp. Are you an actress? And she's going, "What? Huh? huh? Yeah, you ever read a, of Mice and Men? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. he reminds me of Lenny in Of Mice and Men." Oh, he wants to hug him and squeeze him and call him That's his right. own. He was squeezing the bunny, and uh, yeah, you hand you hand uh, Clayton a bunny, it'll be dead in you know minutes. He, yeah, and the funny so Shanae just plants the seed, and you just see it kind of rattle around in his brain. And then he looks over at uh, Genevieve and, and asks her, "Flat out, are you an actress?" Because I heard you're an actress. actress. <laughs> what do you think about Clayton's? I mean, this is what he does now. This is mo. He hears something and doesn't know what to say, so he removes himself of the situation. Has to take. Yeah, a he just walks out of the room. Yeah, he's. It's just like a Joe well, Biden press conference. You know, he just like <laughs> I'm not. I'm not prepared for questions. I'm out. If he goes maybe 50 yards away. Todd said it looked like he was peeing, and then he comes back and he sits <laughs> down and he gives the rose to Genevieve. Do you yeah, think it's bad that Shanae is out? Do you think, I mean, I know they try to paint Mara now as a villain, but whatever. Do you think we're all going to be bored now? Bored, more I was bored. already bored and then yeah. I got sick of her. But, but I, I did, you know, I never do the Google, but I, I, I think I told you before we uh, when we talked earlier. Oh, yeah. Tell us. I've actually Googled because um, it just strikes me that, it's one thing to like be forced to go on the yoga date and, and do like weird things with some guy you barely know. That's super mm-hmm. humiliating. That would be um, horrifying to me as somebody's daughter, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, like, Oh my God, my dad's going to see this. It's another thing to just act classless for weeks. And I would like to read a uh, quote, a quote from uh, Shanae as she was um, um, leaving. Like I said, she went out in flames. Do you have your finger on the button? Oh, gosh. I need the button? Okay. Yes. I need the button a bunch of times. And these aren't my <laughs> words. These are all friends from me. These are Shanae's words after yeah. leaving the mansion. Okay. And so acting like a complete female chotch for weeks, um, this is her reaction when she's finally sent home. Um, quote, I'm 100% shocked. 100%. Like, what the f*** just happened? He chose an actress over me. Weird. Like, f*** that guy, Janae told cameras as she was left alone in Niagara Falls. Quote, I'm pissed. I'm literally blindsided. What does he see in her? It's sickening. It's disgusting. You open up and be true and vulnerable, and this is what you get? That's why I'm single. Thank you. I hate Clayton. (laughs) That is the best. She went from first person to second person back to, you know, she's swearing. It's just peppered with swear words. And then at the end, I hate Clayton. (laughs) (laughs) The sentence before that's even better. That's why I'm single. No, that's not why you're single. It's interesting. I think we should call her a chachette. It's interesting that she is so angry about Genevieve being an actress when she herself, 10 minutes before, patted her own self on the back for performing so well in front of Clayton. I believe she said it was Oscar worthy, which would make it was her Oscar better, worthy. A better actress uh, than Genevieve. Now, so the, other thing, 
it's just absolutely no self-awareness in that quote. And it's just so, the reason I, I, it made me laugh so hard is I'm like, what has she been, how does she look in the mirror hmm. and come to any of these conclusions? She's shocked. Right. I mean, come on. Right. Anyway. Oh, bless her. Well, she's gone along with, after that was a rose ceremony, Marlena, the Olympian and Hunter, the Disney princess girl, and then yeah. they get very excited because we're going even more international than Canada. The black little dots from the airplane show us we're going to Croatia, which everybody yeah. is pretty excited about. And Clayton finds the girls in some outdoor shop. This is something I mentioned on my blog and we all were noticing. Did you notice that all of the girls, not one or two, we noticed all of them, if they had on some sort of jacket it was off of their shoulders and just hanging around their elbows. When on them. Maybe maybe that's a Croatian thing. I don't know, but every single one of them did it. It reminded me of the bang braid from Emily Maynard's season. Do you remember that when they all wore a bang braid? And then that year they had the statement necklaces and then the and scarf the, took the place of that. The, giant the scarf. ubiquitous scarf took the place mm-hmm. of that. It's and, then, and sometimes it's on one shoulder, but the other one is like hanging down. But the, I don't, oh, I don't know what it is. Um, it's definitely been suggested to them that that's the correct way to wear it. I guess, um, or they all have kissably smooth shoulders that just. <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> kissably smooth shoulders. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. If I prefer, I prefer, you know, if I'm on a date with Miss Some Guy, I would prefer that her shoulders remain kissably smooth. Okay. Hmm. Notice, see if she does that. She might be way more in than me. I would guess she would be, but we all were looking no, we, at each other going, are we supposed to be wearing our jackets like that? Yeah. Well, we, of course, I'm not going to wear mom jeans either. So I don't know. Right. Well, we're, we're at the point, Mrs. Some Guy and I are at the point in our relationship where, um, Pretty much a jeans and sweatshirt will um, will suffice for any any event that we go. Um, we're at the, we're there. That's good. She didn't wear yeah. that to your birthday party. No, oh, she, she looked, looked lovely. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bought her okay. a new hat for her birthday, and it was lovely. I know she looked good in that hat. Um, anyway, he finds the girls. Oh wow, look, we stumble upon this girl, and then he grabs Teddy. And everybody's upset. And they wander around in sort of the rain, whatever. But they get to dinner because, uh uh-oh, Teddy has something to say. And as you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, she has to tell him that she's a virgin. But she's she's okay with not being a virgin. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay I'm not virgin anymore. The the Colton rationale, which was, you know, there's no particular reason I'm waiting. Yeah. Um, I just, um, our marriage is not a particular reason, but, but I just, I'm waiting for the right person. Right. And then, and, um, and she, but she wants to be in love. She said she's not, she would, she would not have sex with anybody unless she was in love with that person. And, and then Clayton followed that up with, have you ever been in love? <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, no. I got to give it to him. That's the most, that's the most logical thing he could, pr- I mean. Nuh-uh, no, cause she just said she was a virgin. And then she said, I will not sleep with anybody unless I'm in love. And he goes, well, have you ever been in love? No, because I'm a virgin, you know, over and over and over again. And then he says, well, if you hadn't told me, I would have never known it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Minus a physical exam, I would have never have known. 
You just don't have that. Which is think about that though. It's a little insulting, right? You don't look innocent. And then Had he, he not said, told me, I thought you'd have been around the block a few times the way you look. Yeah. <laughs> look at those kissable shoulders. Exactly. <laughs> those aren't virgin shoulders. Are you kidding me? Freaking this guy, man. I just, I mean, what a... Uh, anyway. Oh, anyway, so he gives her the rose. That's great. She's, she says, uh, he goes, well, what do you need in order to feel love? Which I thought was a kind of a, a semi good question. And it was like the Cyrano de Bergiac, um, producer off the screen. Going, <laughs> yeah. No, ask her, what do you need to know to feel love? And then that's whenever <laughs> his, his calm system is messed up and he'll go, I need a minute. And he gets up and walks away. He's like, I don't, I don't know. I can somebody turn it on? My earpiece is flashing in and out. I need to go get production to fix it. I can't remember my lines. She said that she needs um, someone to make her feel safe. And so. Yeah. And then she just needs to tell him that, well, hey, I feel pretty safe with you there, big mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. Hey, now. And he's all, ex- he's, he's quote, excited about it. I think he said it was exciting to know that there could be many firsts with her or something like that. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, we're going to move on from Teddy. We're going to go to the group date, which was super duper dumb, and I would like to fly right by it because it was super duper dumb. It was a female Viking date, is what I'm going to call it. I guess. Yeah, and they had to eat like the pig's liver and yes. And Serene takes a fish head and literally squeezes it to where juice comes out over her open mouth, and I've never felt like puking at a TV show before during one of those things, but I did. It was disgusting. Let's just pretend I'm Clayton and I see that. How, like, I I, I would never, that would, that, that, Mm-mm. someone squeezing a raw fish into their mouth Mm-mm. would never be a straight line from A to love Mm-mm. for me. Mm-mm. You know, like that, I wouldn't, in fact, I'd be like, how long do I have to wait to kiss her before I don't taste fish? Exactly. It was like fish brain and fish guts. It was just the yeah, head. It was, so gross. It was yeah. gross. And I hate all that kind of stuff. And it's, oh, we're both in a circle and you have to push the other one out of the circle. And then you have to hold a sword and professional love. Nobody cares. My question to you is, what constitutes a Viking? What, is, what does it mean to be a Viking in your opinion? Um. What, like, like historically, like with the horns and the stars? Yeah. Do you see horns and the the lady with the long braids? That's what I think of when I think yeah, of the Viking. I, mean, I think about like, you know, like your standard picture. Although I, I did, I did see a documentary on Viking ships once where Vikings are misconstrued as these kind of savages. Um, and they, they actually never wore the, the, the horns and uh, they, they were very smart. Oh, interesting. You know what I also think? You know what I also think when I think of Vikings in this context is uh, is um, uh, Morty and that other guy. Yeah. <laughs> Weren't they Vikings? I think so. <laughs> I think they Close came enough. over on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was the other guy's name? It was like, I can't remember, but I just remember Morty because of Morton Salt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was something like Morty and Bill. Yeah, <laughs> was... we, don't need, we, don't, we don't have any Bill and Mortys this season. We I mean, don't. It's so 
I know. I would you like to know the um number one Viking movie? I looked it up. You're not gonna guess like it. Yeah, you're not gonna guess it. It's how to train your dragon. <laughs> yeah. That's a good <laughs> Which movie. Which I thought was cute. Yeah. I, I really thought four. that was cute. I mean, Hemsworth running around with his giant hammer. He's kind yeah, of a but Viking, he's right? not a Viking, is he? Isn't he from Asgard? Know. He's yeah. like a <laughs> space guy. <laughs> Sounds like a Viking gay bar. <laughs> you're, you're not a Marvel fan, are you? No, I don't watch those movies. They mm-hmm. all annoy me. Except I will say that the, the first Wonder Woman I, I, I did watch, and that was pretty good. Well, that's DC Comics, so not the same. Well, I don't know the difference. I really don't. <laughs> my, my college roommate used to collect comic books. And um, the second he started going into all that, I would just tune out. I don't, it's yeah. not my thing. I get it. It's, I get why people collect them. I get the mm-hmm. art, I get the, dip, the fight between D, it's like Ford and Chevy, one, you know, one or the other. <laughs> I don't care. Brittany about and Christina, NSYNC right. and Backstreet Boys. I get it. Yeah. I, get I like it. both of them. Mm-hmm. How can you not? Sing one Backstreet Boys song right now, and I'll give you fifty dollars. Go. I want it that way. <laughs> Tell me why. Is that one? No. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, everybody. Backstreet's back. Oh, I know that's correct because the word Backstreet is in it. No. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> It's all the same song, Lindsay. It's all the same song. You got the right stuff. That's right. Yeah, oh, they did have the right stuff. Okay, let's go back to this date. Um, they all do their Viking thing, and then they go to their party. And let's the things we need to know. Here are the things we need to know. Two things. One, Rachel, our pilot friend, says. I am falling for you. And she was prompted to say that because Clayton sort of led her down this path, navigated her in a conversation saying, I really don't know where you stand. I'm really not sure how you feel. And she's like, Clayton, OMG, I thought you would. No, I'm falling for and then you. He, and then he says that she's validating him or something, mm, which I mm-hmm. also And she was the first one to validate, even though he had to go fishing for it. She was the first one to validate. So he's very excited about that. Number two is that Mara, who was wearing her jacket on her shoulders. So maybe it's a young woman thing to wear it off your shoulders. Or she doesn't have kissable shoulders. I can't tell. But she alluded to Clayton that there may be some people there who aren't ready for marriage. Because isn't that what he wants at the end of this journey? A wife and children one day? Well, there are some people who are getting roses, by the way who aren't ready. Now, why is she pissy? She is pissy because Sarah, the young one, the 23-year-old, had just received another one-on-one when Mara has not received even one. Well, and then it's, she throws a classic, like, um, she's too young to be a millennial, but it's, it's, it's in the same vein. It's just that, you know, it's like me, 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 Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. And it's the equivalent of someone not liking her, a photo she posts on Instagram soon enough. Mm. She says something like, I've been so sweet and flirty and I'm so cute and I've done everything you've asked for and I didn't get a one-on-one. And mm. then she claims to be discouraged 
And I just didn't feel sorry for Mara at all. No, I didn't either. Do you think 23 is too young to get married? Um, I would think that depends. I would think the average 23-year-old when I was 23 was a little more mature than the average 23-year-old today. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think uh, if you're asking me if what's her name, Sarah, mm-hmm. is too young to get married, mm-hmm. um, legally, no. She's she's an adult. Um, but uh, mature-wise, probably. <laughs> I think that's the irony of the whole thing is – all these women are just going after each other um, yeah. and, and they seem to think the strategy is, and, and let's be fair. I mean, Clayton's listening. Yeah, <laughs> <you know? he's... laughs> Everybody uh, who's and... on the football day, come over here and tell me something <laughs> nasty. About I mean, it's just, he's, you know, he's, he's cultivating it and they're yeah. all biting each other's back. But, but so to, to, to put a, put a bookend on that, uh, I believe that the irony is that what Mara said was probably true, but not a good strategy for Mara. Yeah, I agree. And is she doing it because we need a new villain? Probably so, since Shanae's gone. Here's what happens. She's concerned about Clayton. Oh, (laughs) heck no. Not at all. Here's what happens next. And I want to get your thoughts because we have a legitimate need. Clayton is confused. He doesn't know what to do. So Jesse Palmer is called in. Now, now I will give him credit. He did promise to do his due diligence moving mm. forward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did. Whatever that means. It means nothing. And he comes in and Clayton is saying, oh, they're saying that somebody might not be here for right reasons. What do I do? Jesse looks him in the eye and says, I understand. I was scared too when I was in your shoes because he likes to remind everybody that he did this 20 years ago. And he yeah. goes, I can just tell you, Follow your heart. Yeah. Back when the Backstreet Boys were in their 20s, I can relate to exactly what, what you're telling me. Although my life is entirely different. I'm married and I'm 20 years older. And then I joke about it. But what what, what always gets me is just the, the naivete of these folks at this age thinking that there's a one and it's just going to click and everything's going to be great. Now, I don't think, honestly, I just see a hamster on a wheel inside Clayton's head. I don't think he's thought it out that far, but clearly a lot of these women have. Um, yeah. And Mara seems to think that quote, they're not fully ready or whatever her, whatever her phrase was. Right. Um, I just don't think anybody's fully ready for any kind of major life change. You just got to jump in with both feet. And I don't think this is the right vehicle to do that. So who knows mm-hmm. what's going to happen, but um, it's, you know, the purpose is our entertainment. It's not to find. That's true. <laughs> That's true. And we, we have next this, ominous note that is shoved under Clayton's door and it says, meet me at the clock tower. And he's yeah, thinking, well, Oh no. Well, being <laughs> Which from clock Austin, tower? <laughs> yeah, from Austin, that's probably not a note you want to get. No. So he's, he's very upset about the note. Cause he's thinking somebody's going to tell him sayonara at the clock tower, but no, no. It'd be great if like a couple of Croatians just beat him up and robbed him. <laughs> no. Not at all. <laughs> Lo and behold, it is Susie meeting yes. him at the clock tower, and she's violating all sorts of rules, but nobody cares because she's America's no, no, sweetheart. No, no. She doesn't no, no. get in trouble. No, no. It's so great. I, I was excited for Susie. I thought that was a good move, and the fact that she's getting that help from the production staff shows that they like her too. Mm-hmm. And she went one step further from Rachel. Instead of saying, I'm falling for you, Susie straight up says, I'm in love with you. 
Yeah. Which makes him giddy. Yeah. He, he, um, I thought he was going to fall off the clock tower. Um, but he did say that upon hearing that, that he was the happiest he's been, I think. Mm hmm. Yes. Validation. My boy needs validation. When I say clock tower, what do you think of besides the Austin clock tower? Um, a big Ben. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I think of Save the Clock Tower from Back to the Future. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got, mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking, a lot of people are excited about that movie. I just watched it once and thought it was okay. I have a Save the Clock Tower t-shirt that looks like the flyer that woman hid, handed did you out. Know, did you know, I learned a little trivia the other day about, hmm. uh, about uh, Back to the Future. Do you know who was originally cast in the role and filmed almost half the movie before he was replaced by Michael J. Fox. Okay. Let me think who would it have been? Is it somebody like Tom Cruise? No, it's someone that will, um, will make perfect sense to you. when I tell you, um, is it that age? Yeah. I mean, it's were they, was... um, Ralph Macchio? No, that's a good guess though. Do you want to know? Was it, was it an outsider? It was not an outsider. Okay, who is it? <laughs> it was Patrick Swayze. <gasps> Come no, on! No. It was uh, Patrick Swayze was thirty five years old in the Outsiders. He was thirty five years old in Dirty Dancing. He was thirty five yeah, years old in Roadhouse. Great. That was a yeah. good year. Um, um, the uh, the person that was originally in Back to the Future and filmed a substantial portion of the movie before being replaced was. Eric Stoltz. Oh, man, I almost said his name. He would have been a good Marty McFly, I think. I think so, but Michael J., that's good. He was good. You can't see it now. Obviously, no one else fits that role. But um, anyway, Eric Stoltz would have been a good pick, I think. Such a good pick. Susie will be a good pick for Clayton, but I don't think she's going to go all the way. I'm going to say she's going to be next Bachelorette material. But we still have one more date to go. He ditches Susie at the clock tower and meets Jesse behind the bushes. And then he goes, and we don't even have a daytime date with Sarah. They go straight to dinner. So imagine how boring that daytime date was to be able to cut it all out. But he says again, uh, you here for right reasons? That's, that's all she got. Like, so I don't think you're here for right reasons. And again, we have another woman looking at him dumbfounded saying, what are you talking about? What? I need more information. Are you an actress? She, <laughs> she weeps at this information because what does Clayton do when she starts asking questions? He gets up and goes away. So she gets well, up and you? goes away too. And she cries right. to her handler, weeping, big tears. No, no, big, no, no, big no. Tears. I want to, I want to, I want to also continue the, um, the Serena theme. Is that what, who was the one that got kicked out? The bad girl. Shanae. Shanae, the Shanae theme, because I've also got a quote from, from Sarah. Uh, oh. Do you want me to read it? Yes. Okay, when she when she storms off and she's all just, you know, when Clayton is confused and he excuses himself and then she goes and she storms off. Um, as she's questioning the producer about the uh, someone says she's not ready. Put your finger on the button. Okay. Sarah says, I quote, now I've looked these up because, because you know, again, <laughs> this is funny. Due she diligence. Says, You're doing your due yeah, diligence. <laughs> Let's hear you an actress. <laughs> what? Huh? Are you ready for a, to, to get married? I don't know. Anyway, so, okay. So, so she says, she goes to her producer and she says, quote, who the f*** said that? And, and then she said, then she's speaking to the camera and she calls 
um, calling her out for not being ready, a quote, move that was, quote, complete. <laughs> I mean, what could you know what a good date would be? A cotillion for these women. I mean, come on. They're all like a bunch of little Eliza Doolittle. Yes. I mean, and. And uh, if we're eight. if we're trying to remove the word like from their vocabulary, yeah. Sarah needs a speed course on that. It yeah, is I mean, it is miserable. Foul mouth and and not that look. Uh, you know me, I'm no stranger to foul language, but it just gets to the point where you, this is the guy you're trying to impress, <laughs> and and <laughs> get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> when did gum become so fancy? <laughs> Why don't the young ones wear the jackets on their shoulders these days? When I was growing up, we had warm shoulders, and that's because we wore our jackets the right way. Hold on, I have to call. Everybody, rock your body. Why is that so funny? Anyway, I, he ends up because she's crying so much. Yeah. I mean, so he much. He, he was, was concerned and thinks, well, this must be real if she is this upset. Yeah. And she says, uh, she is She is here. I mean, even though it sounds weird that the first time she met, she thought, I could be engaged to this guy. So he gives her the date rose. And that's how we end. And it looks yeah. from scenes of next week yeah. that... Sarah left the door open for some revenge. Do you remember what other classy lines she said after she uh, cleaned the road? Tell me. Karma's a bitch. Mm-hmm. It is. It's on. It's totally Dish on. served cold. <laughs> what? So, hey, something's going to happen next week. We got, and, and apparently she prances around as if she's, She's the winner. So yeah. this makes the women angry. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. Who do you think is going to go home from here? Mara, of course. I would think Genevieve yeah, too, right? And I think it'll be a surprise somebody. Like, like I don't want to say, like maybe Sarah or somebody we don't expect, I think. No, we know Sarah gets to the end. We know Sarah well, I know, and Rachel. I, I don't, yeah, I think somebody we don't expect goes home. Maybe Teddy? Mara will definitely. Mara will definitely oh, wait, Teddy has a rose. She can't go home. Yeah, but well, no, there are no rules. Remember, he and took neither, didn't take the road back. Jesse and Palmer, Genevieve can't go home either because she's got a rose. She's yeah, an I mean, actress. he could. He she's an actress. If you didn't know, so if you have Teddy has a rose, Genevieve has a rose, Rachel has a rose. So he's going to give one to Susie, of course. Yep, Mara's going home, and that I would Susie say Mara. Eliza is going home probably. Yeah. Someone whose name we didn't mention, and it's got to be someone like that. So I've been I've been thinking on uh, ever ever since we brought up the Viking lady. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my my brain works very. Uh, it's like a like a web of belief. Like one belief goes to the next, and so now that Vikings are in my head, I just want to know: Do you know any Viking jokes? No, I don't know any Viking jokes. I have. Do you? Three, <laughs> I have three Viking jokes. Now I'm going to tell them you do. to you. Well, yeah. Now I'm going to tell them to you in the order of how funny I think they are from the least funny to the most funny. Okay. Okay. You ready? Uh-huh. All right. What do you call a vegetarian Viking? I don't know what. A Norwegian. 
<laughs> There's two more. That's the least funny. I mean, I'm, oh, oh, I'm so excited right now. Okay, go. Um, how do Vikings send secret messages? How do Vikings send secret messages? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Norse code. Oh, mm, oh I know. It's pretty bad. I like I, the Norwegian. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Here's here's the best one. This That's something fun. Morty would say at a party. <laughs> this is the best one. Are you ready? I'm ready. Um, hey, Lindsay, did you hear about the Viking who was reincarnated? I didn't. He was Bjorn again. <laughs> Hey, thank y'all for listening. And once again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for all your well wishes, your encouragement, your prayers, your genuine care for me and my family after my dad passed away. Grief is hard and you guys help. My cup runneth over. Thank you so much. If you'd like to read a recap of Clayton's season, head on over to IHateGreenBeans.com. I did write one this week. It is episode six. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there. Until we're together again, love you, mean it. Texas forever.